Good to have your company. I'm joined now on the line by David Fowler to talk about all things happening up there in Queensland. How are you this morning, David? Luke, good morning to you. Good morning, everyone. And, uh, yeah, plenty happening, of course. We're right into the summer carnival, but the, the pointy end of the big days, uh, the wave at the Gold Coast on the 6th and the Magic Millions on the 13th, not too far away now. Only one more Metro meeting, doom in this Saturday, then we go big time into January. Three fifty a pair now, I see, for the two-year-old Magic Millions. Uh, Storm Boy... Uh, he was pretty good, I thought, winning up there at the weekend in that uh, Burnborough. I mean, Gay Waterhouse, Adrian Bott, they just keep trotting out. These nice two-year-olds in Sydney straight charge was impressive as well. Do you think the market's got it pretty right that they should be at the head of affairs? Oh, no doubt. And it's interesting that they are level pegging at $3.50 each. It was interesting, Luke, because on Saturday we came into the meeting and Storm Boy was favoured over straight charge. I think it was... 350 and 450. Straight charge won the first at Randwick. Very impressive. Uh, you know, a dynamic win, actually. Fast and ran good time. He was then promoted to favourite. He went up to 350. Storm Boy was relegated to second favourite at $4. And then a few hours later, Storm Boy won the McLaughlin. Mm-hmm. And naturally, they were impressed with that performance. So he went back to 350. And that's where they stay now. That market hasn't changed since, uh, since uh, post Saturday's races. Look, a lot to like about Storm Boy's win. Uh, time was good, 110.12. Uh, Zarastro, naturally, an uh, uh, open-class sprinter, ran a second faster. But Storm Boy ran quicker than Bazique. She ran 110.45, and she's an older mare, and she's going really well. But I thought Storm Boy's win was good, Luke, for a couple of reasons. It didn't go according to plan. Everyone thought, jump, lead, and win, as, 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 as Darren Flindell says. But... He didn't jump that well, a little awkwardly away, and there was speed on his inside, and they wanted to protect their position. So Adam Hieronymus was three wide early. They went outside lead. They were running, too. They weren't going slowly. And then he pulled away in the straight, and what I liked is he ticked that 1,200-metre box. Now, straight charges raced the breeders of 1,000. Saturday was 1,100. So yet to tick the 1,200 box. And I know it's only 100 metres, but it can mean a lot in a pressure race like the million. So you know, I, I, I probably... If you put a gun to my head and said, which one did you prefer, there wouldn't be much in it. But I'd say Storm Boy has my preference slightly over straight charge. But the point you make is, what does it really matter for for Gay and Adrian? They've got the two equal favourites of the Magic Millions, and they've had a fantastic two-year-old season. Shangri-La Express, Espionage, Anode. So they're going great guns, but they deserve to be equal favourites. Spot on. I'll throw another uh, factor into the mix. Ramwick was very biased at the weekend towards leaders. So um, I, I think that helped, uh, not taking any way, anything away from the performance of straight charge, but I think that helped to a degree. Uh, would it have still won uh, on a fair track? Of course, would have still won. Uh, but uh, would the margin have been the same? Would the time have been the same? So um, like you said, Gay and Adrian won't mind. They've got the two favourites. What are the others there? Spy Wire, he got rolled at Wyong, but, I mean, he could turn his fortunes around. Highness, uh, $8, those two at the same price on the equal second line. Well, I think all of these these top liners in the betting are now going to the, the, the Magic Millions without another start. Mm. We've just, we've discussed Storm Boy and Straight Charge, and that point you make about the track bias, that's interesting because uh, not being you know, an intense follower of Sydney Racing, uh, I, I take that on board. Uh, the, so, so, so we've seen the format of the McLaughlin. We've seen straight charge. Now you're referring to the Wyong race. And Spy Wire was, was quick early, but I thought Highness got him down fairly and squarely. And 
the time in that race too, I think it was just a tick over one three. And I, I watched this is one race I do watch carefully because, in reference to the Magic Millions, and that's a good gallop that eleven hundred of Wyong for that race one three twenty five. So, I liked Highness over Spyway. They're both at eight dollars. And then you've got the Victorian horse, Arabian Summer, at $13. Coming out of that Ballarat win on their Cup Day, a 1,000-metre race, you know, that, that form generally doesn't stand up, it's fair to say. Facts and figures prove that. But one thing, Luke, about this Magic Millions, and, and you'll appreciate this, uh, on occasions it's dominated by a standout. Capitalist is one that comes to mind. On occasions it's a race where it probably falls a bit short class-wise, but this year, no. You've got those top four in the market. They're all very good two-year-olds. They will they will keep doing well wherever they go. So it's a class magic millions this year. And those top four horses, of course, leading trainers and have leading jockeys. So it's going to be it is a good betting race. It's going to be a good betting race. And I think it's got a splash of class about it this year that maybe we haven't seen, you know, in, in recent times. Yeah, interesting. Looking forward to it. Barrier draw, no doubt, will take a uh will will play a big part. I mean I remember Hootson all those years ago when she ripped mm. across from a wide draw and, and was able to do it. Um, but ideally, you you like to draw soft because it's a high-pressure race. We know that. You, you do. Um, I was on Hootson that year only because, even though she drew widely, she was probably a, a map maker's hidden secret because there wasn't a lot of speed and the alley didn't mean a lot. But, yeah, look, I, I think overall when, when you... When you uh, come down to the, uh, the the bottom line, you like to draw well. Just one of the horse I will mention, Amazing Eagle, seventeen dollars. He's actually the on the the sixth line of betting. Uh, I suppose surprisingly beaten in some ways. He had a big rap on him. He was he was uh, beaten fairly and squarely. He's nom for a race at Dooman on Saturday and also for one at Randwick. So we'll see. We will see him on the weekend. But those others we've mentioned, I think, are pretty pretty sure and certain going to the millions now without another start. So it's going to be a really good race. Absolutely it is, mate. Any any take on the three-year-old race? I'll I'll bring that market up as well so we can um, tell our listeners the latest there. Wow, what about this? Um, I hadn't I hadn't seen this before. $8 uh, for runners abounding. Ooh. Christ, say you're keen and show me mercy. So this in contrast, at the moment there's two clear standouts for the two-year-old, but this in contrast is dead set anything goes at this stage. We might make heroes of ourselves this morning, you and I, and you can keep this on tape and we'll play it mm-hmm. after the Magic Millions Guineas. I'm going to suggest to the listeners that number uh, Show Me Mercy was trained by Stuart Kendrick. He'll run in the Vaux Rogue on Saturday. This is a Group 3 three-year-old race at Dubin, 1350. It's the probably the last dress rehearsal for the Guineas. Now, Chrysler is also nommed, one of the equal favourites. So it's abounding $8, Chrysler $8, Keenan $8. He's nommed to run at Randwick on Saturday and Show Me Mercy at $8. Uh, Show Me Mercy ran in the Gold Edition first up. The run was terrific. And it, I felt it was the run of the race because it showed to me that he was going to be strong at 1400 The Gold Edition was 1200 So we're getting a good chance to see him on Saturday at the 1350 the Vaux I've seen the noms. I know it's a fair way out. We haven't uh, seen the acceptance yet or barrier draws. I think Shami Mercy will win the Vaux on Saturday. What that will do is that will then promote him to favourite, favouritism, mm. the, 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 the guinea. So I'm suggesting I take the $8 down. I take the $8 down because if he wins the runs well, he'll be shorter 
Um, you know, you, you can say the same for Christ. Say, oh, he might win as well. He's first up on Saturday. He's had a couple of barrier trials. But I like this horse, Luke Show Me Mercy. He's only lightly raced. I just think he's got 1,400 written all over him. And Michael Rod will ride him on Saturday. And he's a, a jockey, as we know, of immense talent. Back after a long break, but riding really well. He went on trifling on Saturday. But I'm suggesting Shami Mercy is the horse to, to, to back and certainly watch carefully on Saturday. I think he'll win Saturday. Okay, I like this. Um, love Roddy too. Uh, know him personally from my time in Singapore. You mm. never meet a, um, a more a gentleman than M. Rod, and he's had his battles with that concussion. And I'm just so happy to see him back doing what he does best, and that's banging in winners. So fantastic that he's found a nice horse here. Uh, Tony Gollan, what about him at the weekend? Four winners on Saturday. Um, obviously, Magic Millions will be in the pipeline for him. He'll have uh, plenty heading that way. He makes no secret of the fact, Luke, that that this is the carnival that he loves the most. Now, I know we have our, our winter carnival with Stradbrokes and Derbys and Oaks and the like, but he really targets Magic Millions Carnival, the, the, the Wave Race Day, and, of course, the big day, which is on the 13th of next month. And he'll have plenty of runners in most of the races, except except the uh, the, the two real big ones, the the, the, the two-year-old and the Giddies. He's, he's light there. In fact, uh, his... his uh, um, Magic Millions two-year-old runner was going to be Barbie's sister, but she has a bone chip, so she had to get put out. So she's on the sideline. So, but in the other races, he'll be very strong. He won four races on Saturday at Eagle Farm. I've been, I've had a little side bet with Tony, and, and I'm happy to have it. Uh, I think actually, probably he doesn't want to bet me. He secretly hopes I'm right. But he trained 140 and a half Metro winners last season. That was his ninth straight Metropolitan Trainers Premiership. And I've predicted that this season. 23-24, he'll eclipse that 140 and a half. I'm saying he'll train 160 winners. Now, we're towards the end of December. We're not even halfway through the season. He's got 66 Metro winners. I think he's trending in my direction, and I keep telling him he, he doesn't like hearing it. He, he shies away from it. But, Luke, uh, this stable, yeah, it's been going terrifically for a long time, as I've just outlined my nine straight premierships, but he's never gone better this season. And likewise, his is a riding counterpart to Jimmy Orban, uh, uh, the premier jockey. He's trending to eclipse his best of last season as well. So Gollan um, will keep training winners uh, at, at uh, Saturdays and midweeks. Just speaking of Saturday's races at Doom, and he's got to back Freedom Rally up in, in the buffering. Um, he won the last race on Saturday quite comprehensively. He's going to run Zoo Style. This is interesting. 13.50 for Zoo Style. Now, He's been around a long time, Zoo Style. Hasn't had a lot of starts. He's been, you know, injury played. He's a fast, classy sprinter. He won the George Moore second year in succession of 1,200. 1350's new territory, so that's going to be quite fascinating, but he's more than happy to run him. We, we spoke with him on Sunday on Past the Post, and, of course, he'll have Comrade Rosa as the favourite in the nudgy illicit race for the Phillies and Mares. So uh, if you keep backing Gollard, you keep backing winners, but I reckon there's another prediction. That's a long, one down, long way down the track. He'll eclipse his previous best of last year this season. Yeah, I like that. And it's hard to argue the way he's going. It's set um, mm. flying. So what else Saturday, mate? Uh, you touched on it briefly there. Is there anything else we should keep an eye on? What we should keep an eye on is, of course, the, the good racing on Saturday at Doom. And we've, we've, we've covered off on that. We've got the Vaux Rogue, the, the Buffering, uh, the Nudgy, the Phillies and Mares, and also the Shootout. But, of course, next Monday, uh, New Year's Day, We've got the running of the King of the Mountain at Clifford Park in Toowoomba. Now, this is a slot race. It had its first running uh, last year. It was run on New Year's Eve. Didn't quite work 
well. They had a good, a very good crowd there, but just from a turnover point of view and where it was placed at the end of the Saturday racing, uh, so there was a bit of a, a rethink and a reset. So it's going to be run on New Year's Day, and Roth fires all the rage. Now he opened two eighty tab fixed. That seemed, I think, generous. I think punters saw that he firmed at two fifty. Probably was still a little generous, and all of a sudden gone. Now a dollar ninety, and I think the reason too, Luke, is that as the the slots start to get taken up, this race is is thinning away. As far as you know, to be fair, class is concerned, there's a couple of long shots in there. There's still three slots to fill, and that'll have to be done by tomorrow. So he's at a dollar ninety, Rothfire, and all that pizzazz. Who won the Wheatwood up there in September and, and won the Bribey recently at, at Eagle Farm, four dollars fifty. They dominate the betting, and you would think, looking at the slots so far and what's left to fill, they'll dominate the race. And, of course, if Rothfire wins, Luke, that's a wild card race for the Magic Millions cutest race on, on, on the 13th. And Rob Heathcote, of course, took buffering to that race, and he was just a moral um, yeah, class as above, but I think got him with 61 or something. And Rothfire may well follow the same path. If he wins the King of the Mountain, he gets that wild card into the cutest race on on uh, Magic Millions, a billion-dollar race, and he'll be awfully hard to beat. Yeah, very interesting. Uh, exciting time in Queensland, David. Uh, with plenty of good racing ahead. Look forward to watching it all filter through. Good idea, mate. Good to talk to you.